The law of God is eternal. The law of God existed before the children of Israel came to Mount Sinai. Prior to that time, it was a spoken word that was taught from father to son. But from the time of Moses, it was a written word, so holy and pure that God did not allow Moses to write it. He wrote it himself on two tables of stone. It was so binding to all people in, in every generation that God did not speak it into Moses' ear and tell Moses to tell the people. He spoke the words of the Ten Commandments directly to the people so that they would know that these were the commandments of God and not the law of man. The children of Israel heard the voice of God in a way that no one had heard it before and in a way that no one has heard it since. So the question that I put to you is why is the law so despised today? Why is it rejected, particularly by those who call themselves religious leaders? Did Christ make the law null and void? He did not. In fact, Christ said, if ye love me, keep my commandments. Also in Isaiah 43:20, speaking of Christ, it says, the Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. He didn't get rid of the law. He magnified it and demonstrated to us by his life how to keep the law perfectly. And there's one thing I want to add, that every time you read in the New Testament the words of Jesus, he says over and over again, if you love me, keep my commandments. He speaks about the law. His life exhibited the law of God. There is one of the Ten Commandments that are particularly that is particularly despised, and that is rejected almost uniformly by the religious system today, and that's the Fourth Commandment. To justify their tradition of Sunday worship and their sacrilege regarding the Sabbath day, they teach all people that the law is no longer binding. They say that all you have to do to be saved is to love your brother believe in God, and accept Christ as your personal Savior. That is what man says and what most of the world believes. But let us see what God says. It says in Matthews 5, 17 to 18, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am come not to destroy but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. And now Revelations 22, 13 and 14 also states, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have a right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Now, we have chapters for you to read, but before we go on and read the chapters, I think we want to make a, a little bit of comment about the Fourth Commandment. In history, if you read in history, you'll find that the Ro Roman Empire, um, they worshipped many gods, and one of the gods that they worshipped was the sun. 
and they associated the worship of the sun with their emperors. And so it benefited the emperor for people to worship on Sunday. Now, when um, Jerusalem was destroyed, uh, the, the, the gospel that was first preached and Christianity continued to grow. They couldn't defeat it because it was the will of God. But what they did do was they changed things. They didn't want to be like the Jews because they hated the Jews. So they said, we will not Judaize. And they established Sunday as the Lord's day, the correct day to worship God on. This we know is false. The thing that the Bible tells us is that the Lord doesn't change. Man changes, he changes, he alters things based on the, the dictates of society, based on his will, based on his desire, but God doesn't change. And there was no person who was, uh, had authority to change God's law. Uh, and let me add to that, uh, as you, you know, it says in the book of Malachi, I am the Lord thy God, I change not. We know that from reading the word that the Sabbath day was established from the very beginning foundation of the world as a day of resting uh, and refreshing. Uh, it was to be kept by our forefathers according to the word of God, the law that, again, as we stated before, uh, was given to them uh, by way of Moses. Uh, and it was reestablished uh, once uh, Israel returned from captivity in Babylon and also fortified, contrary to uh, public opinion, fortified. The Sabbath day was fortified by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ when he said that uh, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath day. Also by his disciples and his uh, apostles, we recall that uh, Brother Paul uh, was a tent maker, but he set aside his labors on the holy day, on the Sabbath day. And it is indicated in Isaiah chapter 66 that the Sabbath day is to be kept now and also to be kept in the kingdom of heaven and the new heavens and the new earth. So the Sabbath day was created as an eternal day of rest, showing holiness unto the Lord. Now, um, in Exodus chapters 19 and 20, which you can stop the recording and read it on your own if you like, it's really talking about how the children of Israel were prepared by Moses. They had to be sanctified, they had to be clean, and they came up to Mount uh, Sinai and they heard that loud trumpet. They literally heard the voice of God, which is something that this earth has never never happened before and has never happened since. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, we are also going to hear the voice of God one of these days if we live until that time. Uh, and chapter 20 goes over all of the Ten Commandments, all of the things that God requires us to do. Now I'm going to read in Deuteronomy. We'll read together in Deuteronomy chapter 4, 1 to 13, and Psalm 78, 1 to 7, which talks about the law. Now therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. 
ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. You see, he said we can't diminish, we can't take away from the law. We can't take the fourth commandment away from the law. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did because of Baal Peor, for all the men that followed Baal Peor, the Lord thy God, have destroyed them from among you. But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive, every one of you this day. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me that ye should do so in the land whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great who have God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great that hath statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life, but teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. Especially the day, and this is a point that I really want to make, that thou stoodest before the Lord thy God in Horeb, when the Lord said unto me, Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children. And ye came near and stood under the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire into the midst of heaven, with darkness, clouds, and thick darkness. And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of the words, but saw no similitude. Only ye heard a voice, and he had declared unto you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform, even ten commandments, and he wrote them upon two tables of stone. And now we, we will turn to Psalm 78, verses 1 to 7, and read that and see what else he says about the law of God. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generations to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. So you see that the law of God and the things that are in the Old Testament were not supposed to be destroyed or gotten rid of. It is um, as important today and necessary today as it was yesterday. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. So you can see this is really uh, just sort of re-emphasizing what uh, was said in the book of Deuteronomy, how the Lord said to love the Lord thy God. Hear, O Israel, to love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, with all of thy mind, with all of thy soul, and with all of thy strength, and to teach that law unto your children diligently, that the generations to come might know them, even the children which should be born, 
who sh should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments.